So today we're going to look into the Word of God, and if you know me very well, you know where I'm going. The last time I came on the pulpit, I think, no, no, the second to the last time I came on the pulpit, and I brought forward the, um, the message that every one of us is a symbol. How many of you remember that one? Come on now, every one of us represents a symbol. Help me look at your neighbor. Say, you are a symbol. But I'm not sure which symbol you are. But you can change that symbol to a better one. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Nobody's looking towards the pastor's area because they will get in trouble. Why are you all quiet? They wish they could look at you and say, I don't know which symbol. <laughs> but fear not let them. If you are thinking about it, let it stay in your heart. <laughs> and so, today, now somebody remind me, how many symbols have we dealt with? The first one is zero. Which one again? Minus. Let's try and do it in the right order. Zero. Minus. Division. No, I think it's tick after that. Neil. Now, we did zero. Thank you. Zero. All right. Minus. You see, this man is very spiritual. Clap for them. Division. Uh Uh-huh. Question mark. Ah, yes. I almost forgot that one. And tick. Help me look at your neighbor and say, you be question mark. Now, very interesting that imagine somebody imagines that you are a zero. Hello. Do you know some zeros? Have you met some zeros before? Talk to You see, they're pretending. What about minus? No, no. Zero. Uh, minus after that. What about division? Have you met somebody who's a division before? Have you met somebody who's a question mark? Why are you pretending? What about tick? You've met some. Today we want to look at the symbol plus. Let your hands show that you know that plus is where we ought to be. So, This is a classroom for mathematical symbols. And this is the truth. Every one of us represents a symbol. But the good thing about the Lord is he allows you to upgrade your symbol. If you're a zero, mm, please don't become a minus. If you're a minus, don't add one dot on top of minus, one dot below minus and become a division. You can change and become a tick. Which means good. The word, the symbol tick means good. But plus means you have it together. Today, may the Lord help us that we have it together in Jesus' mighty name. And now, so, stop looking around. This message is not about x-raying anybody to find out what symbol they are. You want to find out from the discussion which symbol you are currently. But the Lord allows us to graduate the symbol. 
Now, plus is probably the highest you can be as a human being because I'll, I'll show you that multiplication is only divine. Now, I'm going to remind you about Jesus, who is our example of plus. In the book of Acts chapter 10, it says that, and Jesus being anointed by the Holy Spirit and with a lot of power, he went about doing what? He went about doing good, which means every day Jesus was doing good. Now, plus is not about doing good seasonally. Bible says he went about present continuous doing good. How many of us can say, I'm always going about doing good? How many of us can say, sometimes I do good? Let me see your hand up. How many of us can say, most of the times I do good? If I see your hand up here, I'll come down there and... How many of us can say, most of the times I'm doing good? Ah, okay, see me after the service. Holy Spirit will show me the calendar. Alright, Jesus went about doing good. I'm going to share a saying with you the way I shared the last time. And I remember Pastor Collins is still very chuffed at the saying I said. I said, everybody makes me happy. Some people, when they come, they make me happy. Some people make me happy when they go. And you know what that means. Now, Jesus went about doing good, being a plus, being a blessing and incremental to others. He never left anybody less than he met them. He always left everybody better. That's what it means to be good. Now, I want to share a, another saying with you today. I'm sure you're saying, here he, here he comes again. Everybody I meet is an experience. Some a good one, some a bad one, and few memorable one. Read it for yourself, digest it. We're going to have a talk here. Everybody, oh no, double O. You can adjust the double O, it's a single O. Everybody I meet is an experience. Some a good experience, come on now. Some a bad experience. And some a memorable experience. So looking at me now, how do you think I rate my experience of you? How many here thinks pastor thinks I'm a memorable experience? <laughs> how many people think that I'm a good experience with pastor? I won't ask the last one. Because I'm not supposed to look at the children of God like that. How many of you have met someone who left you and you thought that was a bad experience? How many of you have met someone and said, that's a good experience? How many of you have met someone and said, that's a memorable, never to be forgotten experience? Now, I'm going to ask a simple question, and that question is, tell me what reaction each of them provoked from you. If you met somebody who was a bad reaction, what reaction does somebody that is a bad experience bring out of you? What expression, either in words or the, the way you conjure your face, or 
your, your body language, when you meet somebody that has a bad experience, what comes out of you? Is it praise God? Is it thanksgiving? Come on, I want to hear from you. It's interactive. We want to see the power of symbols. Everybody is an experience for me. Some a bad experience, some a good experience, some a memorable experience. So you, if you're like me, if you met somebody and gave you a kind of experience, you always respond whether you want to or not. It may even be a body language. It may be a sound that you make. You know, my late grandmother, if she met somebody that was a bad experience, she'd say, hmm, hmm, she doesn't say more than that. Even if we didn't meet the person, we know what happened. What comes out of you when you meet somebody that gives you a bad experience? Somebody, I want to hear from somebody. I'm going to distance today. If your hand is not up, then you're pretending that you don't feel something, you don't say something. Where's the microphone? Come this way. Oh, okay, there's a hand here. All right. Pick which direction you want to go. Oh, you're closer there. All right. So quickly, what... Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. One of the experiences I won't forget in my life was um, um, what actually the person I helped mm -hmm. a few years ago that um, took me to prison. It's something I can never forget. You know, some people always say, when you forgive and you don't forgive, that is a sin. And I will tell them that for, forgiving per, uh, some, uh, when you forgive somebody and you don't forget it, to me, it's not a sin. Because each time I, I remember that experience. Each time you remember, remember the person's, the, the person's, name, the person's what, name, what do you feel? I remember prison, my experience in prison. And what does that do to your face? To, to your mouth. Even, to your... Though, even though I'm happy at that time, just because of the name, I'm sad throughout the whole of that day. Can you clap for him? <laughs> Meaning, everybody is an experience. And what he's saying is, some are a bad experience. And even if I was happy before, when I remember the name, I become sad. Not because I'm bad. It is an involuntary response to the name. Imagine how people feel when they remember you. You want to say something? Your hand was up. And we're going to come to you. Yes, so for me, when um, I see someone that um, in any way has hurt me or make me feel bad, I just feel for them because I feel um, they can't give what they don't have. I just feel for them. Oh, Kalaba. That what you, you, you caught me on aware is there. Carry on, carry on. Yes, because I just feel so. I just always... Because for me, I, I feel that um, in my heart, I can either... It's either maybe I can um, kill someone or <laughs> even... Um, so I'm always careful when... Because I know that thoughts are powerful. So I just always tell myself, you're not a witch. So just... Um, Think good thoughts. Just let it go, and you know they can't. It can't do much more better than what they. They that, don't that, know. They much don't know better. better. They yes, can't. They don't have love, so they yeah, can't so give. So they it. can't give. So I just wave it. That's going to help somebody here. You need. We need to clap for her. That's a very helpful comment there. That's that takes us forward. Okay, Francisca, let's hear you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, such experience for me. Um, 
it, it, it brings regrets. It makes you feel you wasted so much time listening hmm. to that person or having a... If she says something that you agree, your response is to clap your hands. Come on now. Go on. Why is that clapping? Continues talking. They're just acknowledging that you're speaking for them. Yeah. It makes, it makes, it makes me feel I wasted some time. I mean, I regret the, whatever relationship or association I had with such people. So it's a waste of time. It's a whole lot of regrets. But because uh, we are believers, we forgive and we keep moving forward. A round of applause for her. Thank you. Thank you. Pastor Conrad is in the house. All right. Let's hear from the man of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, so for me, when I, you know, meet people who uh, just act wrongly and one has a bad experience, the first thing I ask myself is, what did I miss? How did this person enter into my circle? Mm-hmm. How, how was I not perceptive enough, yeah. you know, to decode that this is the kind of person Personist. that I'm meeting? So that helps me to put the person in a frame. Yeah. So I create some sort of a mold of that sort of character mm-hmm. such that I can detect it afar off, you know, before it happens. So... Because if you're not clapping, you don't get it. You don't get it. She, he's taking us further from what uh, Minister Tokwe said. Yeah, because, um, for instance, when you're driving, you know, there are different kinds of driving. There's defensive driving, there's offensive and all that. Yeah. So I do defensive. I don't like trouble. Yeah. So I avoid it. The Bible says a wise man foresees evil and run it. So I will rather avoid it than manage it. So, so what it does is it just helps me, uh, it increases my database of the kind of people I need to avoid so that I can have peace and serenity. I knew I was going to learn some things. You know, listen, always learn. It's not enough to talk about how people that give you a bad experience make you feel. Where do you go from there? Like you, if they keep showing up on your happy day, on your happy days, that means you spend the rest of your life having the balloon of your joy being burst by these same people. They don't want it at all. That's what our guy is telling us. They don't want it. Forgive my grammar. Eh? That's the only way I want it, but they don't want it at all. You know what he's saying? He said, I've learned to be wise. So we know that there are zeros, there are nils, there are minuses, there are divisions, there are all kinds of people. And yet there are some ticks and some pluses. But how good are you in smelling what is coming towards you? If I know that you are a minus, what business do I have getting too close to you before you put a dagger in my heart? That's what he's saying. A lot of our problem then will be avoidable. A lot of our pain will be avoidable. A round of applause for the man of God again. How many of you agree with me that if you know how to decode people from afar, you save yourself a lot of pain? Imagine that friend that you thought you were helping or whatever that got you to be incarcerated. Imagine if you knew how to 
sell the symbol. Everybody represents a symbol. Huh? I know, I know. If you knew how to decode the symbol, everybody is a symbol. Jesus sees you as a symbol. If you can tell that somebody is dishonest, he's a thief. Ah, will you now bring him to where your safe is? The reason why we get into a lot of pain is we don't know the symbol. Maybe that's where he will take us to how to decode the symbol. Coding and decoding. Man knows coding. I know, I know that much in um, computer, decoding. But they haven't told me that they know how to decode. That one is a spiritual matter. Uh-huh. So, Pastor, I don't want to give you your work. How many of you want him to tell us how to decode? Uh-huh. You will help us. And so, we're learning. The standard thing is, it is true that Everybody we meet is an experience. Some a bad experience, some a good experience. And a few of them are memorable experience. I have a memorable experience of Pastor Conrad. I can say it anywhere. And his wife, Doc. They are so special to me that I thank God for them always. If I missed it then, you know what will happen? If I didn't look at them, if I did not spend time with them, the quality of my life will be reduced by the absence of the goodness they brought in. Oh, nobody heard me when I said that. So understanding somebody's symbol will help you know how to invest. Every relationship is an investment. Some is a terrible investment you made. And some is a good investment. You know, Francisca said, some people make me feel so bad. There's such a bad experience. I feel I wasted time. Imagine if you knew how to decode symbols. Imagine how many years you, should, you would have saved. Somebody ought to be clapping for me here at this point in time. Are you there? And I said that some are a good experience. Some, a few are memorable. Now, Philippians 1, verses 3 to 4. This is Paul speaking about the people in Philippi. He went to many cities, but in Philippi, they gave him an experience. And he said, read with me, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you, all with joy. Let me read it to your hearing. He wrote many books. Corinthians, um, Ephesians, these are cities. But to only one did he write this to, which means this was a memorable experience. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of my making requests for you, all with joy. No compulsion. Imagine you're praying for God to bless somebody. He says, in my every prayer. Every time he prayed, he prayed for the people in Philippi. Imagine if you are such a memorable experience to me that as a man of God, every time I pray, I'm praying for you. And imagine how you delete yourself if, if you gave me such a bad experience. The opportunity, if I'm praying yourself, your name comes up, I'll turn my direction and pray in another direction. <laughs> you say, ah, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, people allocate time. If I have five minutes to pray, and I have five people that give me a memorable experience, you think I'm going to take out of the five minutes to go and pray for someone that gave me a bad experience? I'm not Jesus Christ. I'll get there one day by the grace of God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Some people like pastors who tell them they're Jesus Christ. Ain't no pastor is Jesus Christ. They're lying. <laughs> He's our example, but we're not there yet. Paul said, I thank my God upon every single remembrance of you. Oh, how I would love the Lord to speak of me like this. And my response is always in every prayer of mine, I'm making requests for you all with joy. The NIV says, I thank my God every time I remember you. What a symbol. Every time I remember you, I thank God. And they say, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. It's never a labor. Can you imagine somebody praying for you and the person is acting like he's enjoying a party? The way I felt on Saturday, imagine when I'm praying for you, that's how I feel. You must have done something good. Now, how do you think God responds to that kind of prayer? The man of God is not praying for himself. He's praying for you. And he's acting like he is in Malibu enjoying the best holiday of his life when he's praying for you. What do you think heaven's response would be to that prayer? And then some people say, I don't care to be nice. I don't care to be good. Oh, really? Do the arithmetic. That's why you're still struggling. The message Bible says, hmm, every time you cross my mind, I break out in exclamations of things to God. Hey! Each exclamation is a trigger to prayer. I find myself praying for you with a glad heart. Why then do people not strive to be a better symbol? Do you know that nobody is so much a fool that if you give them a bad experience, they're going to be acting like you're a good experience? They won't. It means that the experience you are, we determine how people feel about you. And even their communication, knowingly or knowingly, in their prayers. Is somebody learning something here? Is this a good topic or not? You know what it does for me is it motivates me even if I was just a zero. I'm not a minus. I'm just a zero. I'm just nil. I not do good. I not do evil. I say at least I'm not bad. When I see this kind of thing, Paul said, lie, lie every time I remember you. I say, praise the Lord. I mean, I'm sitting now in my car in traffic, and you just see me shout, praise the Lord! You say, ah, are you okay? I say, what's happened? Oh, I remembered ambassador. Is that, who is he? Eh? They want to know you. That's how angels want to know who you're shouting for. 
Can we go on? What if you are praying and you remember somebody that gave you a very bad experience? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Your prayer flow, what happens to your prayer flow? If you lie, eh? Holy Spirit fire. If you lie, what happens to your prayer flow? What happens to your joy flow in prayer? Eh? Lady Sheila, I want to hear you. It gets disconnected. Network problems. May my name not bring network problems to somebody's prayer life. Uh, you're not praying. <laughs> you better pray. Somebody is flowing with Jesus. And once they remember your name, disconnected. You think Jesus will not act? Oh, okay. Anybody else? What happens to your flow in spirit or, or in, your, in your praising God? You just hear the name of somebody who, who gave a Baba experience. What happens? The hand becomes heavy. Hello? Yeah. Irene, let's hear you. Why are you all quiet? What's going on here? Praise the Lord. Clap for her first. Let me first know that you're still here. Uh Okay, so for me, it might sound somehow, but if somebody's name come up to me, that's Mm. someone who has hurt me Mm. because it has actually happened to me. I don't know when I just um, start praying for the person. So I don't know what I'm praying for. Maybe I'm just praying, you know, um, God might just give you words to speak about Mm -hmm. that person. Because Mm -hmm. for me, if somebody hurts me, I try it in such a way that I could just disconnect from you. I could be indifferent about you. And being different about you is very, is very bad. So if somebody hurts me and then the person's name comes to mind while I'm mm-hmm. praying, mm-hmm. Um, I'll just start praying for the person. I'll just pray, God, you know what to do about this person. You know this person did this, did that. You know how to handle it. That's how I'll do it. That's my own. Clap for Saint Irene. I don't think all of us are on that level. We will get to that level in Jesus' name. As you say today, God will deliver you. Just say it as you feel. And I will pray for you so that you can be like Irene. How many of you agree that this Irene level never reach? Let me see your hand up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what to do. So is it a positive you know what to do? Or is it a negative? <laughs> 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 Sorry. 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 No, she can't be like the rest of us. She's a Holy Ghost girl. <laughs> you know, but really, what I heard is that when she remembers, she prays for the person. But when she added, you know what to do. What does God do to bad people? <laughs> Bless them. No. <laughs> now, let's move on because I have a lot to talk about. This is honestly, this is not even an introduction. It's a big subject. So, let's go. Now, you get, do you get the picture of what, what we're talking about? It affects the way you feel even when you're praying. When you're joyful, you hear somebody's name. Hello? When you're having a good time, if you have a nice party, the person walks in, uninvited. Hello? What would you do? 
see, everybody's quiet. They don't want to tell the truth. Okay, let's leave it. You know what you're going to do. The person walks uninvited. The least is that if you are a minus, you always make things worse than you met it. And I'm having this party that it is already... My feeling is that you will bring the party to a place where we start fighting each other. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to allow you. I will tell you, please, I want to say something to you. Come, come with me. Let's, let's talk here. I tell somebody, lock the door from there. I say, Oga, you can come after this party is over. I will pack, um, take away for you. But while this party is going on, keep your bad aura. Keep it outside. It's like a bad smell. When we finish, we can deal with that. That's me. How many of you are going to let a spoiler into your day of joy? Do you want to take that risk? Even you're getting married. And you know this person likes to spoil good things. You're going to let the person come in. Irene. When they say, does anybody have any reason <laughs> why your day of joy should be terminated and the person is around? Will you not start sweating? I didn't tell you what to do. You do what is, you think is best. But some, some people, it's better they're not around when your joy is about to land. Okay? Now, I want to read this to you. Acts 9 Verses 36 to 37a, I read from the King James Version. This is a live edition. This is a case study. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Thabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works. Not that she did good works. She was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. And it happened, which means bad things happen to good people. In those days that she became sick and died. I beg, don't let anybody tell you that just because you're good, you cannot have a tough time. The description is that she was full of good works. There's no blemish in her personality. And it happened. Let's get real. And it happened. In those days, she became sick. And for some reason, she still died. Like Lazarus died. And was a friend of Jesus. When she died, if she was full of venom and ugliness, she was a scatterer, she was evil, what do you think people will feel? Talk now. I'm not sure they will celebrate too. It's not that much because make them not talk snayukilam. What else do you think they will do? Irade, let me hear you. Good redance. Somebody else, what do you think? The people who are, who are not as vocal, they will say, hmm, that's a sigh of relief. Everybody makes you happy. Some when they are born. Some when they go. Hello. The reaction to a good person 
Acts 6. No, let's read verse 36 in the Message Bible. Bible says, down the road, away in, in Joppa, there was a disciple named Abitha Gazelle in our language. She was well known for what? For doing good and helping out. The New Living Translations, verse 38 and 39, is the response to how she fell sick and died. It says, but the believers had heard that Peter was nearby in Lida. So they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible to do what? To rejoice that bad, good readers to bad rubbish? No, they came to beg him that if somebody is entitled to resurrection, it's this woman. What symbol are you? They didn't ask, they begged. So, verse 39, so Peter returned with them, and as soon as they arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows. And widows were poor people in those days. They were fi- the room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the evidence of good works. The coats and other clothes Dockers had made for them Obviously, they had no money to pay. Before they asked him what to do, they gave him a demonstration according to the symbol she was. Question is, what is your symbol? People may not be happy that you died, but what would they have to show? The evidence of the kind of symbol you wear. They were weeping. They didn't say anything. Because talk is cheap. They presented evidence. A symbol is a strong thing. And what did he do? He raised Thabita. And presented her back to them. She was so useful to them. They were not going to let her go. If you die and they are in a hurry to bury you. You can't be a good symbol. If you are sick and people don't start running all over the place, borrowing money, raising money, uh uh, your symbol. Maybe it's not minus, maybe it's just zero. They sent for Peter and they begged him, whatever it's going to take, come now. Is that the kind of symbol you command before people? You know, if she lived her life just enjoying herself, that's not bad. But when she died, what would be the evidence they can put on the ground? And a lot of people say, I do me. I'm living my own life. Oh, really? Bible says, then it happened. Let me warn all of you, particularly young ones that say, I don't need anybody, I'm just going to do what. You see, you never see life. Oh. When a trailer hits you, all your body will come down. Don't let anybody recruit you, say you can live. You know what they do? They ghost people, they close people, they shut people down. They just believe it's my life. Oh, it's your life here. Eh? 
Wari number. Come and ask us. You will see something. She fell sick. With all her good works, she didn't recover. Then she died. Death is a place where there's no voice, there's no work, there's no authority, nothing. What was going to happen to her was only in the hands of other people. What will happen to you if the only thing that can happen to you is entirely out of your hands as in the hands of other people? Let me tell you, it is a symbol they have of you that will propel their action or inaction. How many of you believe that? So, talking about symbols, perhaps we are beginning to see good reason to be a good symbol. Can I get a witness? How come nobody is clapping? I thought that was wisdom. Dorcas, they didn't give Peter a chance. You've got to do this. If only you knew Dorcas. Dorcas was the best of them. Forget where you're going. Let them wait. Dorcas senior them. If you, they literally dragged him. He was going somewhere. Her matter changed the course of everything. And even death had to hands off to the right symbol. That's a good place to clap. If death can hands off because of good symbol, what about small things like poverty or being broke? Can I tell you something? You don't need to be in the room. If somebody spoke so well about you, where's somebody that has money is there? I have seen it many times. Say, send that fellow to me. They just haven't heard that kind of thing before. And you're thinking, what have I done? Say, no, I have heard enough. That's it. Stop saying when you see people belittle them. They may not be the one that will have the connection or the power or the money. It may be this thing that they will say to somebody that loves them and believes their testimony. A word is sufficient for the wise. Let's read on. Isaiah 32 verse 8. Read with me. But good men will be generous to others and will be blessed of God for all they do. You know, people don't know that it's not necessarily the person you did something for that can really bless you. This is the scripture. It says good men that have sense. They will be generous to others. And will, it didn't say may, and will be blessed of God for all that they do. Did it happen for Tabitha or not? Come on now, did it happen for Dorcas or not? Was she blessed for all she did or not? Even death could not take a hold of her. Why do we struggle to obey God's call to go about doing good? Philippians 2 verses 20 to 22a. 
I want to read from the Message Bible. If, if, are you learning something today? Is there not somebody you want to rush to go and tell them, say, ah, I hear something today. It's not just uh, Christianizo. I hear a good reason why you better be a good symbol. Paul also spoke of Timothy to the Philippians. And he says, I have no one quite like Timothy. I have a lot of disciples I raise. I'll have a lot of followers, but I have no one who is quite like him. Listen to the description. He's loyal and genuinely concerned for you. Let me ask a question. Have you not seen people that seem to be doing the right thing, but they're not genuine? Come on now, let's get interactive. Is it everybody that smiles at you that is genuine? Come on now. Is it everybody that pays you a compliment that is genuine? Have you found out or not? The person that says you look good, behind you is laughing. You say, your sense of style is funny. Come on now. Can we have a conversation? Paul had many followers. And he said, there's no one quite like this one. He's loyal and genuine. Your symbol has to do with the state of your heart. Are you just all face and no heart? Or are you face and heart? And you're going to see what Paul is going to do for Timothy. He says, most people, I have no one quite like Timothy. He's loyal and genuinely concerned for you. He's not self-centered, selfish, self-absorbed, and self-serving. I'm going to say that again. Selfish, self-centered, self-absorbed. They're always thinking about themselves. And self-centered. Like Pastor Conrad said, you have blessed me today. You better develop the skill of knowing those who are not genuine. So you don't begin to dance. It's a setup. They just want to get you into a spot. They want you to invest. And that investment, there's no harvest. I have no one quite like Timothy. He's loyal and genuinely concerned for you. He says, most people around here, look around your neighbor. Most people around here are looking out for themselves with little concern for the things of Jesus. If they're not concerned about Jesus, why would they be concerned about little you? Am I making some sense here? Verse 22 says, but you know yourselves that Timothy is the real thing. Plus means the real thing. But you know yourselves that Timothy is the real thing. He's been a devoted son to me as together we have delivered the message. When it was time for Paul to pronounce the blessing, when you read what he spoke into Timothy's life, you know that is end of discussion. Who has looked at you and is provoked and releases blessings to you. Like he doesn't do to anybody else. There are some children. You have never provoked your parents. They, they love you but they are tolerant of your symbol. You need, to, you need to serve to the point. That the man will open his heart. And bless you. 
Go and read your Bible. When the parent blesses you from the depths of your heart, and if a parent curses you, I doubt if anybody can deliver you. Let me warn you. The position God put parents, go and read. Even the Ten Commandments. You will know that there are some people you don't offend if you have sense. And there are some people, if you, a good symbol to them, one day they'll come, say, kneel down. Boom! That's it. Your mates will not be able to catch up with you from that day. Hello, somebody. You're all quiet. Maybe you have not been in the right symbol. You know what it is? You have a chance to change. 1 Timothy 4 verse 12. Let me tell you something you don't know. We always go to the old people's home. These are people that have sons and daughters that they have abandoned them. So the government brings them to a house, but they're not happy because they don't have fellowship. When people like us go, sit down with them, joke with them, play Ludo with them, they look at you and say, are you the pastor? I say, your people always come here. Why do you always do that? Don't you have parents? I know I have parents. Why do you do that for us? Because you're very important. He said, but my children don't think I'm important. I said, no, sir, you're very important. After we finish eating, they're eating, I take meat, I chop. They say, hey, me too, I'll take meat, I chop. We'll be doing nonsense with each other. When they say, my son, I don't have money, but let me pray for you. My father died at 50. I'm almost 61. It may be that prayer. I was diagnosed once. My mom was still in the mortuary. I was coming from America. I took my son to start university there. The pastor called me, Mommy Tilo. I said, what? As I landed, my doctor in America said, get on the next plane back. The test I ran, it looked like I had pancreatic cancer. I didn't tell anybody in church. It was only my older sister and my wife that I knew. I got on the next plane. I, you notice I was gone for like five days. Nobody saw me. It could have been the prayer. When I got back there, they ran the test. Nothing. They couldn't find anything. <laughs> Pancreatic cancer is one of the cancers that kills you very fast. Maybe I should have been an 11-year-old memory that people cannot remember anymore. But look at me. I don't even look 61. I'm talking to you. Bible says concerning Dorcas, as good as she was, then it happened. She fell sick. Don't go around bugaring all over the place. Nalayo. Wari something to my duelo. I came back. We did the funeral. Nobody knew. God just deleted, erased it. Um. Let me try and close. Our time is running. Are, are you enjoying some wisdom here? Don't say you can pray for yourself. There are some people that their prayers are critical in your life. There are some demons that are not afraid of you. But they are afraid of some people that can pray for you. Once they see the symbol of the pronouncement upon you, they say, ah, God saved you. Then they'll go somewhere else. I pray that we'll all be, the, be, be, be representing the right symbol in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
First Timothy 4, verse 12. This is Paul still speaking to Timothy in the Easy Bible. It says, you're still a young man. But everyone should respect you as a, lead, as a leader in the church. So it's not a function of age. Show the believers how they should live. It's talking about the symbol that matters. Show them how they should live. Because everybody alive is, representi- is representing a symbol. It said, be a good example to them in these ways. Your symbol has to do with these things. What you say, what you do, how you love people, how you trust God, and how you do only what is right. Jude 1.22 is a good recommendation from your pastor. It says, and of some have compassion, making a difference. Plus means I make a difference. When I come into something, hey, can you have 200 and have 200 that are separate? And they remain apart. If a plus comes in between, what happens? 200 becomes 400. Making a difference. Plus is all about making a difference. If you didn't hear anything this evening, hear this one. Plus is all about making a difference like Tabitha. All the widows say she made a difference. To Timothy, Paul said she made a difference. To the people at Philippi, Paul said that I thank God upon every remembrance of you. Because you made a difference in my life. Why do you go around and it's only me, myself, and I? You don't make any difference. The symbol, what is the closest symbol to somebody that does not make a difference? Somebody. Anybody that gets it right, I pronounce a blessing on you right here. What is the symbol, out of all the symbols we have discussed, that is the closest to somebody who does not make a difference? Neil, that's a good one. God bless you. Plenty. More and more. I said more and more. (laughs) Neil is a good answer. What other symbol can describe somebody who doesn't make a difference? You're in this church, you don't make a difference. Zero. Huh? Minus one. (laughs) He created another one. Division. Ah, Joshua, we are going to postgraduate. Well, God bless all of you more and more in Jesus' name. Plus is all about making a difference. Jude says, making a difference. Why would you enter a home and you didn't make a difference? Why would you join a church and you don't make a difference? Why would you belong to a friendship and you're not hot, you're not cold, you're lukewarm. It's easy to get rid of you. Do you realize that when you make a difference, it's hard for people to let you go? Hello, somebody. I say hello, somebody. Oga, you are the consultant when it comes to uh, management. When somebody that makes a difference in a company says he wants to go, what happens? They call an emergency meeting. 
They throw you offers. They change rules because of you. Because you make a difference. Um, if you don't make difference, you say they go. They say, eh. They won't even say bye-bye. I thought you went yesterday. Did you come to visit us? Sure. Zero. Pastor Conrad, is it true or not? If somebody really makes a difference, will they not call the board meeting if they have to call a board meeting? Let me tell you the thing about people that make a difference. If they're on your side, you're strong. If they change side to the side of your enemy, you get problem. One of the rules why they do that is their competitors. If this guy leaves, and goes to those people, supposing they do a lot with him, and they take over our market share, we're out of a job. They settle. Let me ask you, do you not know that God is a wise God? See, if some people die, it doesn't affect the kingdom of God. They were never a plus. If some people die, some things will slow down. Do the arithmetic. That's why you see some people, God resurrects them like Tabitha. A word is sufficient for the wise. And so, cold hair cannot make a difference. Put it up. Hmm. Lukewarm won't make a difference. Only hot will make a difference. Plus is all about making a difference. So if you're cold, you can't. It's not possible. Make a difference. If you're lukewarm, you won't even do it. Make a difference. Only hot will make a difference. Can you stand to your feet? And if you have learned anything at all today, shouldn't you bow your head in prayer? Considering in reality, from the analysis we've all put together, what symbol you may be representing. And what is the reaction of God to your symbol? What would be the reaction of people if you got into trouble or you have serious need? And I want you to bow your heads and pray. Say, Lord, since you say that I can up my symbol, you want to pray, say, Lord, I need to become a tick. I need to become a plus. And you can't do that by being selfish. You can't do that by being self-centered. You can't do that by being self-absorbed about as if you're the only one that has problems. Everybody has problems. As if, you can't do that when you're self-serving. Everything, you're maneuvering everybody. You're, 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 oh, I can't remember that word. You're palming everybody. Paul said, Timothy is genuine. Begin to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, cleanse my heart. He said, I wish you were even cold or hot. But because you are nil, you are zero, you are lukewarm. And lukewarm can never and will never make the difference. I feel like throwing you out. And I want you to pray. Say, Lord... Holy Spirit, help me. 
Give me what it takes to be a better person. There's the blessing of those who do the right thing. The Bible says the one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Bible says, but good men will be generous to others and will be blessed of God for all that they do. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, I want you to bless me. Help me to give you a good reason to really bless me. Pray that prayer. Help me to give God a good reason to really bless me. And if I get into trouble, help me to be a symbol that will provoke gigantic miracles to happen. To deliver me from my strong afflictions and my enemies that are too strong for me. I want you to pray and say, Lord, in this regard, open my understanding also to be able to see the symbol that people bear so that I don't put myself at risk with them, so that I don't endanger my life, so that I don't end up being heartbroken again. Help me, give me wisdom, give me eyes that see, so that I won't hate them, but I will know how to deal with them with wisdom. And help me so I can see people that are, God has sent my way who are a plus, and I don't go and embrace someone who is a minus. I don't leave somebody who is a tick and go to someone who is a divide, divider. Help me. And that lies, that's the place where a lot of our problems lie. Wrong assessment, poor assessment of people and of opportunities. Father, we just want to thank you today for this interactive Bible service that opens our eyes, gives us understanding. Truly, God blesses those who bear the right symbol. Thank you for the grace to walk worthy of the Lord so that we may fully please you and abound in the works that provokes God to truly bless and uplift people. Help us to continue in this kind of meditation as a church so that we go from glory to glory. The Bible says the path of the just is like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. I like somebody's amen. I like one person's amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Put those hands together and bless the Lord who so wonderfully teaches us how we can prosper. You may be seated.